You are about to hear a re-released interview I conducted with HS Connect for our Community Spotlight series back in June of 2022. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Pedra Community Spotlight. I am delighted to be highlighting HS Connect. They are a fantastic organization doing so much to propel HS research, and I am particularly excited to be joined by Caitlin Kahns. She is a 15-year-old also living with HS. So welcome, Caitlin. I'm excited to talk to you today. Thank you. So Caitlin, as we get started, why don't you just tell us about who you are? So I live in Washington and I've had HS since I was, I think 11. Wow. Um, I had a break when I was in sixth grade from school. It was like a weekend, a Thanksgiving weekend. And I remember that I was in the bathroom and I don't remember where my first abscess was, but, um, I don't think my mom and I had ever like talked about HS before because she didn't knew she didn't know if I had it or not. Um, but I remember walking into the kitchen and telling her that like I had an owie somewhere on my body because that's what we call them owies. Um, and she looked at it and I think she just kind of knew that I had gotten it from her. Wow. What was it like, you know, having that happen when you're 11 years old? Um, it was a little like strange cause I hadn't had anything like that before. Um, I've always had kind of like sensitive skin, but I've never had any sort of abscess or boil before that. Um, it was definitely different. It took a little bit of getting used to kind of being in pain, not all the time, but most of the time. Um, and I don't really think anybody ever gets used to that. Yeah, that had to be tough. How did it change your daily life? Um, I stopped wearing certain kinds of underwear because it was starting to bother them. We started finding like different types of shirts to cover some of the scars. Um, I stopped wearing tank tops a lot. I don't really wear tank tops without jackets over them just because of my scars. I'm not super self-confident with them like my mom is. Um, although I'd love to be, <laughs> um, still working on that part, getting used to bandages was a little, little different too. having to like wear a piece of gauze under my armpit at school was definitely weird. So Caitlin, what was it like when you went to the doctor to discuss your HS? They had tried to prescribe me a biologic before like moving my clothes and looking at my wounds we were in the office and my mom was saying that she didn't want me doing the biologic yet um, because she didn't feel that I was at the correct stage to start that. So we tried a few different um, medications before we started talking about that again. Yeah, you're kind of in this unique situation because your mom has been living with HS for a very long time. She's yes. also the executive director of HS Connect and founder as well. So Caitlin, what do you want doctors to know when patients go in about their HS? Um, that some of the smaller abscesses may not like look as big, but they're definitely just as painful as the big ones. Um, that not all abscesses like drain. So 
just because it doesn't drain doesn't mean anything in particular. Um, it, my abscesses don't really drain, but I know that some people's do. Um, it doesn't make a difference on how painful they are or the size of them. Uh, HS all around is just really painful. So the size or the color or the shape doesn't, the area doesn't even matter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's good advice. I, yeah, I mean, the, the level of pain that's experienced with this condition is, I'm sure astronomical and then to yeah. be a child and have to deal with that pain in some capacity is, is really difficult and just affects every part of your life. So with your mom mm -hmm. also having HS, I'm sure the two of you talk a lot about HS, but what mm -hmm. do you want kids to know uh, when it comes to talking to their parents about their HS? It's different when you have a mom who has HS and then having a mom who doesn't have HS, but, um, I don't know. I kind of not grew up with it, but grew up with it, not being embarrassing to talk about. Like it's not embarrassing to talk about. Um, so talk about it. I mean, if you're in pain, it's kind of like scratching your leg. You tell your mom if you had an owie on your knee, right? So love the analogy you used of, you know, if you get a scratch on your knee or your leg, you tell your, your mom or dad about it. So why would this be any different? This is something yeah. that you're in pain and suffering. Mm -hmm. And of course, talk to your parents about it. It doesn't have to be something that's embarrassing. And I know for a lot of HS patients, HS does feel very isolating and it is a very embarrassing experience, but yes. it doesn't have to be that way when it mm -hmm. comes to talking to your family. And I think you put it beautifully. Thank you. What do you want parents, how do you want parents to talk to their kids about HS? Like, especially if the parent doesn't have HS, I know you're mm -hmm. in a unique situation, but like you said earlier, not all parents have HS. So what mm -hmm. would you want a non-HS parent to say to an HS child? Reassure them that it's not embarrassing at all, um, because it can be, and it may not be embarrassing to the parent, but it definitely may be for the child. Um, so reassurance that it's not normal, but it's okay to be in pain and to talk about your pain and the areas that it's in that, uh, they're open to trying like new things for their child. Um, I know when I was younger, I had asked my mom to wear a different type of underwear and she was super adamant and saying no about it at first. Um, and then I had to explain to her the reason and that it would be a totally more comfortable style for me to wear with like certain pants to school. And that's all she wanted was for me to be comfortable. I think that's great advice being, um, open to what your kids are telling you. And, mm -hmm. and it's, it's hard as a parent. I mean, even personally, like you, you want, the best for your kid. And so you mm -hmm. think what you're saying to your kid is, is the best outcome for everything, but you're totally right. Like at some point we just have to turn that sort of parent mindset off and just give our kids the power to make these choices that make yes. themselves feel better. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So HS has become a really big topic, particularly in pediatric research. And there's a lot of information and there's a lot of research projects getting off the ground, which is very exciting. But in five years' time, what do you hope will come from the research? Medications, like new and improved, maybe different medications for patients. Um, 
HS knowledge, like doctors becoming more informed on maybe what causes it or treatments for it. Um, things that impact it like hormones or for some people it's diet just being a little bit more informed on those definitely treatments yes um and uh um i think it's really important for patients to participate in studies and um research projects just because it does help the scientists and the dermatologists and the doctors the specialists um to understand like what it's like living with HS or how many different types of abscesses there are because it one abscess doesn't look the same on everybody. I think that's a great, great pearl. Yeah, everybody's different. We're mm -hmm. all individuals, we're all unique. So of course, HS would be different with every patient. How, what is it like living with HS now? You were diagnosed when you were 11 and since then a lot has happened. Your mom has founded the HS Connect organization. So has that changed your life in any way? Yeah, I'd say so. She has been way more open about it since she's founded HS Connect. Um, so I felt, I feel that that is like shifted to me to being more open about it as well. I have a pretty tight knit group of friends and I feel pretty comfortable talking to them about it, which is amazing. I don't think that they judge me or anything. Um, and I feel that in the past, I definitely wouldn't have talked about it to even my closest friends. Um, so she's helped me become a little more open by having this whole website thing. Kind of given you some community there, it sounds yes. like, and sort of some safety in how you can talk about it and, and mm -hmm. be free of judgment. Yes. Yeah. So Caitlin, as you look toward your future, what, what does it look like for you? What do you want to do when you grow up? I mean, I know you're 15, college is <laughs> not far away. Like, what are your aspirations? I'm not 100% sure on what I want to do. Um, there's a lot of options. Um, I know that with future jobs, it's good and um, definitely important for them to be flexible just in case you do have a flare. Um, my sister works and her schedule is pretty flexible. She can leave early sometimes because of her flares, um, which do get pretty bad at work for her. So having like a flexible job would definitely be ideal for me just in case any of that comes up. Well, I know that there are a lot of patient advocacy organizations that are doing a lot of work uh, with companies to mm -hmm. make sure that that flexibility is there. And I'm, I'm sure that will happen for HS as well. Yes. Yeah. Caitlin, thank you so much for talking with me today. It was really lovely getting to know you and learning more about your HS and how to really communicate about HS to these different groups, to other children, to mm -hmm. doctors, and then to parents. This is yeah. really, really terrific. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Special thanks to Caitlin Kahn's for visiting with me today. Remember to visit www.hsconnect.org for more information about resources and activities planned for HS Awareness Week.